0: Hey, it's Randy Gage and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, this week for the podcast exclusive, let's talk about how you manifest your breakthrough into reality. So last week's exclusive, we talked about the engineering, the process of a breakthrough. Um, so today, I'd like to, this week, let's go a little... Deeper because this is a topic that's really resonated with you guys. I noticed um, episode 81 was about programming your subconscious mind, and that went immediately into the top 10 episodes. And when I say into the top 10, I mean it, it's number two behind number the very first one, episode one. Um, and a lot of people start at the beginning, so that's always been the number one. Episode, but uh, that one on 81, uh, number 81 on Program Your Subconscious Mind, went straight up to number two. So I want to look at that a little deeper this, uh, this week. And before I do, I just want to say thank you. Uh, last week we had our single biggest day ever of downloads, and it was the single biggest week ever of downloads. And new subscribers. So I appreciate you guys uh, getting the word out. And um, uh, Scandinavia, you rocketing up the charts. I actually, um, I think that big event I did over in Stockholm helped, obviously. But the uh, listener locations now, U.S. leads, Germany is second. Sweden is now third, just a one-tenth ahead of Norway, then the UK, Canada, Philippines, Denmark, Mexico, Austria, Spain, and then Slovakia. So um, those are the top 10 or whatever it is uh, in listener locations. So I appreciate you guys spreading the word on that and please continue to do so. Uh, give it a rating on iTunes, uh, screenshot your phone while you're listening and put it on Insta or Facebook and just let your friends know about it. All right, so how do you manifest your breakthrough into reality? Uh, One of the important things I think is you have to decide it's time for your breakthrough, right? That's a bigger step than a lot of people realize because Every great thing is manifested twice. The first time it's manifested is in your mind, when you make that decision. And then the second time is when you actually manifest it on the physical realm. And you have to see that in your mind first, and you decide, I'm gonna write the great American novel. I'm gonna take my company public. I'm gonna start a nonprofit agency to take care of people who don't have potable drinking water. Uh, you know, you you create that vision in your mind first and then you manifest it on the uh, physical plane, right? So that episode that was so popular about with so many of you was about how we program our subconscious mind. So let's dig a little deeper this week and and look at the issue of, not the issue, the the practice of uh, prosperity maps or dream boards. And I would like to share a story. If you read my um, five book series on prosperity, you heard this story, you read this story. But I want to share it again for those of you who didn't. And just remind you guys who read it three years ago, seven years ago, and forgot. Because to me, it really uh, anchors the uh, power of the subconscious mind. So what is a prosperity map or a dream board? You get a big poster. I actually have a kit, a prosperity map kit you could buy on my website. But you don't need that. You could just get a poster board from an art store. And you need glue and scissors and then you collect a bunch of magazines uh, and and things where you're looking for images you can post. Um, And the only real rule is, look, you want to post things you want to do, have, and become. That's the only big rule. Otherwise, I don't think there's any rules. The image just has to mean something to you. It doesn't have to mean something to someone else. Um, if you want to manifest a husband, right? Well, you could put a picture of a handsome looking guy that you think you're, you visualize your husband looking like or you could put a picture of a couple holding hands from the back or you could put a picture of a wedding ring or you could put a picture of the church that you want to get married in right it only has to mean something to you but you have to be really careful Uh, sherry peacock who was my uh the the lady who ran all of my companies before i sold the uh the publishing division She did her dream board and so she put and she wanted to manifest a a husband. So she found this picture of this really handsome guy in a magazine and she put it on her board. (laughs) And then she met a guy who looked just like that and he asked her out for a date and they started dating. They had a relationship and he was a creep. (laughs) Right? So she was like, I had to break up with him. Excuse me, he looks like that picture, but oh my God, he's so needy and narcissistic and this and that. And, um, and then so she changed her dream board and I think she just put a set of wedding bands. And then she met John, who became her husband, and they've been living happily ever after, right? Um, it, it's really powerful what you put on there because the idea is you could split it into sections, you could have health, relationships, work, you know, different things. Or you could just mix and match it anywhere, everywhere. There's really, like I say, no rules other than the, the core uh, uh, directive we want is things we want to do have and become. So if uh, one of the things you want to do is take a cruise around the world, okay, you could just put a picture of a cruise ship. If one of the things you want to do is um, help people in Africa who don't have access to water, you could plant, you know, put a well. Uh, whatever. And so it's things that mean something to you. Don't put it where everyone's going to see it because most people are negative. Most people are going to ridicule. Put it where you will see it every morning when you wake up, every night before you go to bed, even when you just walk by and it's in your peripheral vision, it's still programming your subconscious mind. Uh, So now let me tell you the story for me. And I would tell you this, Uh, I'm just redoing my board now. I'm setting up a new board for 2019. And I think you have to do that from time to time. You have to refresh it. Sometimes your priorities have changed. Sometimes you're at a different space in your life. My dream board today is dramatically different than the first one I did, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. Um, 15 years ago, my board was really heavily skewed to materialistic things because I was broke to start with and I really wanted to be rich and I hadn't evolved that much as a person so it was all about cars and, and possessions and homes and uh, jewelry and fashion and you know and I manifested all that stuff right you guys kind of most of you know my story and you know I, I've i created a lot of wealth and, and bought a lot of material possessions After I took that two-year sabbatical and kind of really did some introspection, obviously my priorities and life have changed. If you looked at my board now, and don't ask because I wouldn't show it to you, because I think that should be a personal thing. um, You would see my board today is much more about who I want to become the evolution as a person I'm taking right now, my my perceived path toward enlightenment and where I believe I want to go with that. Uh, and at every, different stages of your life, you're going to be at different uh, states of mind and, and look for different processes. So you have to go back and redo these sometimes. The other reason you have to go back and redo them is you've manifested everything on there or most of the stuff on there i mean if you went back and looked at my um earlier boards i mean new york times bestseller become a millionaire top income earner in the world in my company um just so many things and they came about So let me tell you about one that came about, the Viper, my first Viper, (laughs) which is a car for you guys who don't know. Uh, Because I just think this it's a fun story and it really demonstrates the awesome magnitude of the power of your subconscious mind. So here's the deal. I'm watching something on TV way back in the day, must be late 90s. Uh, Dodge is trying to reinvent itself. Lee Iacocca in there. He's re-engineering the company and he puts out a commercial for the Dodge Viper, which wasn't out yet. It wasn't even coming out till the next year. But he was trying to, you know, they really built uh, the Viper to recapture the, the sexiness of their brand back in the day when they had the you know, when when Chrysler had the Cuda and the Charger and the Challenger, and the uh, Charger and the uh, uh, Challenger, they were the Dodge mark, And, and, you know, they were known for muscle, it was the heyday of Detroit muscle. And then, of course, the Arab oil boycott or whatever that, whatever you call it, when we had all the gas shortages and people in lines and everybody went to economy cars and um, Dodge made some horrible, disgusting cars and just cheap cars, the K car. uh, And they were just losing market share. And they said, we've got to do something to reset the brand. So they create what I, what I to this day still believe is the ultimate, sexiest muscle car that ever came out of Detroit, the Dodge Viper. So he runs a commercial that, hey, watch for the future. Here's where we're going. And he just shows a red Dodge Viper on the screen. And just sitting still, it looks like it's coming at you at 200 miles an hour. And I was like... <gasps> I got to own that car. So, a short time later, I'm doing a dream board. I get a Rob Report or a DuPont Registry, one of those magazines that have lots of exotic, sexy sport cars. I find a picture of a Dodge Viper and I put it on my dream board. So, fast forward a couple of months later, I get a call by a startup company. uh, uh, They've been in business for maybe a year or something. Um, they've got a little bit of sales going on, but they're kind of plateaued. They want to make a big jump. So they want to hire me to come in and consult with them and help them design their marketing materials and the training programs for their leaders and their systems so people can duplicate and get better results. So uh, we're having a meeting and it's me and the president, CEO, founder and the CFO and the vice president, uh, maybe one or two other people from the company and they're going through everything they want to do. And then I go through everything that I can do for them. And they say, great, we want to hire you. What's it going to cost? And I say, okay, you're going to, this much would be the initiation fee. It's going to be an 18-month contract. This will be uh, the monthly retainer. Uh, I want an upside for me, some kind of percentage of the increase in sales. If I produce, I get rewarded more. Uh, Great, 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 check, check, check. They're agreeing to everything. And no negotiation, no bargaining. They're like, yes, 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 we want this guy. And then I say, finally... Uh, when your sales hit two million dollars a month, you're going to ship me a new Dodge Viper down to Miami. (laughs) And the CFO, chief financial officer, he jumps in. Absolutely not. We can't do that. It's a nightmare with the insurance and the licensing and transferring it. And we'd have problems with the regulators. And no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. I'm like, Excuse me, I'm not interested in your personal problems. When I get you to two million a month, you send me the Viper. So, the CFO just keeps arguing to find the CEO who wants to hire me overrules them and says, no, put it in the freaking contract, we're doing it. So <laughs> now it's in my contract. When they get to two million a month, They're sending me a Viper. Now, and maybe they're doing uh, 50,000, 100,000 a month, you know. So then it's 200,000 a month. And then we hit 400,000 a month. And then we hit the million a month. And million point, you know, two, five. And um, So one day I get a call. And it's Matt, the uh, CEO, founder. And he says, listen, we just closed out last month. We did 1.7 million. That we're so far ahead of the curve, you know. We didn't expect to be there for a couple of years. I want to send you the Viper right now. I'm like, wow, I love it. Uh, he says, there's one problem. I said, well, what, what, what? He said, well, I called my friend because he owns the largest Viper dealership in the world. He specializes in Vipers and he's got, and I wanted to surprise you, so I called him up and said, you know, what do you got going on? What? And he's got a unique one-of-a-kind Viper that no one else in the world has. It's got louvers in the side vents that were made by the company that did the original body design for Dodge. They had this as a option but it didn't get included and they've got those and so he was you know regaling me with all these unique things that this car had modifications and uh, more horsepower and everything so I'm like dude well, you know what's the problem I, I love it he's like the problem is it's black and I know you said you wanted a red one Like, oh, my God, black, oh, I don't know. But he says, it's up to you, Randy. If you want a red one, I'll get you a red one. But this, uh, this black one was created for this billionaire who owns this casino chain in Vegas. And now he's going through a divorce and he's got to raise money and he's selling the car. Like, okay, wait, you know. All right, let me think about it. Give me an hour, I'm going to call you back so i do what i like to do to think i jump on my bike and i go for a ride in south beach to think it out think it out through Uh, so i go down to uh, ocean drive and i'm pedaling down ocean drive and i get around to larios on the beach and there's two vipers sitting in front of larios a black one (laughs) and a red one and you say oh that's impossible, that coincidence, that could never, of course it happened. You say, how did it happen? Easy, I manifested that to happen. (laughs) Now you say, what are you, Crazy Gates? you think you somehow sent psychic energy through the universe that went to somebody who owned a Red Viper and someone who owned a Black Viper and they both decided, hey, I wanna go for lunch at Larios today, and I'm taking the Viper. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I believe. (laughs) So you can think I'm crazy. I don't care. That's what I believe. So there's the red one. There's the black one. I ride past him going south. I ride past him going north. I slow down. I stop the bike. I get off the bike. I walk up. I look at the black one. I walk up. I look at the red one. And I decide (laughs) I gotta get the black one. So I call Matt, dude, send the black one. I want it. And that weekend I remember I was doing a seminar somewhere and I came back. I got on the I landed at one thirty in the morning in Miami. Uh, and drove to my office because they had delivered the car that day and it was in my uh, parking space in my garage in my office and at, you know two in the morning <laughs> I went and went up to my office got the key went down hopped in the Black Viper and took it out on I-95 at uh, three in the morning and um I believe the Statue of Libertations has expired so I can safely share with you that I took that puppy up to 150 mile an hour just to see how it handled. (laughs) And it was just, that car is just poetry in motion. So what's the moral of this story? Why am I telling you all this? Because the picture on my dream board was a black viper not a red one and that is the power of when you program your subconscious mind that's how powerful it really is so as you look at okay how do you manifest your next breakthrough how do you actually turn it into reality remember a couple of key things First of all, you have to decide it's your time for your breakthrough. Second of all, you have to see that breakthrough in your mind first. Number three, you have to imprint that breakthrough on your subconscious mind. Affirmations, visualizations, um, uh, having your personal movie script, any the more and more and more times you imprint that on your subconscious mind, the more powerful that programming will be. And then remember what we talked about in the podcast exclusive of last week, which is the three critical elements in the biggest breakthrough. And just to refresher, the first is that the greatest breakthroughs usually come from failures, not successes. So ask yourself, what is the failure you've already had, or the failure you're going through right now, that you can learn from and build your next breakthrough on? Critical element number two, remember we know that the breakthroughs come from looking at the internal things, not the external things. So ask yourself, what skill do you need to develop? What talent do you have that you need to hone? What is the change you have to make in yourself? Stop worrying about Trump. Stop worrying about the economy. Stop worrying about the media. Stop worrying about your boss, your crooked partner, your negative spouse. Stop looking for blame external. You want a real breakthrough. It's not that external stuff that's holding you back. It's your internal stuff. So the second thing is ask yourself... What do you need to change about you to create your next breakthrough? And then the third key thing we talked about last week is that you can't develop a new breakthrough with old beliefs. So ask yourself, what is the limiting belief or limiting beliefs that I have? that I need to blow up, eviscerate, send them back to the nothingness from which they came? And what is the new, positive, empowering belief or beliefs that I need to replace them with? So what we're really talking about here is a dramatic reset of your focus. Instead of listening to this podcast right now, if you're on the treadmill, you're walking the dog, you're on a plane, whatever you're doing, and you say, wow, that's great, I'm love, man, I'm fired up, but what Randy just talked about won't work for me because dot, dot, dot. If you're thinking that, if you thought that, even for a hundredth of a millimeter of a second, then you've got an old belief that you need to drop. Because you shouldn't be listening to this for why this won't work. You need to be listening to this to say, okay, great. Now, how do I make this work for me? All right, go out there, have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Peace.